0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Today is Monday, March 4th. Spring is marching on, although not so much here in Santa Fe. Well, it's warmer, definitely warmer, but uh, we've been overcast, overcast and rainy and blustery. So looking forward to heading to Tucson, where it may be also rainy and cool for them, but be much warmer for us. Looking forward to a little road trip I had a good weekend. Um, not very exciting, but I got a lot of things done. Um, got most of my tax information done, so got a few things to get through, but I got through the bulk of it. Collating all that information is always sobering, even though I keep pretty good financial records all the time, it's always interesting to watch the numbers total up. I uh, My mom was asking, I think I mentioned before, why... I spend so much time like figuring out things like royalty statements, and I, I explained what it takes and how you have to go through each different retailer. And Saturday, geez, I spent—I bet two hours figuring out Ingram Spark's reporting system. Uh, that should not have taken so long, but I only recently started using Ingram Spark, and I'd only gotten. Um, a payment from them last month for the first time. And it was funny because I got this deposit in my account that said LSI for $8.88. And I was like, yeah, "Wonder what the hell that is." But, you know, hey, someone wants to deposit money in my bank account, I'll take it. And I thought, "Oh, well, I'll figure it out." And then I just, you know, promptly forgot about it. And so then this month, I got another deposit from LSI. And it was for considerably more money, um, hundreds of dollars, which is nice. But I thought, I wonder if that is Ingram Spark, and sure enough it is because it's Lightning Source Incorporated. Some of you may have been guessing that already. I am slow on the uptake, what can I say? And then I realized that I had been getting emails to my Jeffy at com email address, which has become something of a junk address at this point it's all my loops are on it so you know things like the rwa forums i'll go to that email address and um queries to the website form go through that address and then um occasionally when i you know depending on the things i sign up for it goes there and so i was getting these i realized i'd gotten an email from lightning source That said invoice attached with a PDF attachment. And I assumed that was a virus, right? You know, it's like, or some sort of Trojan. It's like somebody sends you a email that just says, Oh yeah, look at this PDF invoice attached. You're like, ha, 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 and delete it. I'm maybe don't even spend time going through the whole ha, ha, ha. So I did dig those out of my trash and realized that they, and I thought, oh, well, here it is. Here's the invoice for this money that they gave me. Only it turns out that their PDF invoice, and I'm doing air quotes around this, just said, uh, guess what? We sent you $8.88. Yay. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that's really helpful. Uh, because the thing for me is, because I have anthologies that are out there still, like the Double Storebell, and Seasons of Sorcery. Those are the main two right now. It used to be amid the winter snow too, but we took that down, sadly. But I have to figure out how much of that $8.88 is from sales of the anthologies so that I can then give all of the authors a share. So being told I've received $8.88, which I actually knew (laughs) once I figured out that LSI stood for lightning source, uh, was it terribly helpful. So I'd go into the Ingram site. And um, their interface is just not wonderful, you guys. And I'm very accustomed to, you know, I've been doing Amazon and Barnes & Noble and Kobo and even Google Play, um, which has a surprisingly not fantastic interface, considering that they're Google. Uh, you know, clearly they don't care about it, but anyway, it took me forever to figure out the Ingram system. And they have this thing where they have like three different categories. They have LS, UK, US, and I don't remember what the other one was, Australia, I think it was AU. So they had like those three choices and then they have this long list of currency for you know, like Australian dollar, you know, probably 15 different currencies. And then they have the bottom section was um four different things like um core, source agency, and pod. And I didn't know what really any of these things were, so I'm trying to figure out, trying to match up. You have to check, and then it'll show you the monies for that but I kept getting blanks and blanks and then I found a few things but they wouldn't match up with the you know some things that actually gave me book titles and how much revenue but it didn't match up with the money that it actually sent me and you are only allowed this is my favorite part you're only allowed to pick one thing from each category to look at on the screen and if you pick more than one you get this error message and it says no you have to receive these by email if you want more than one so, finally, I thought, fuck it. And so, I just selected everything and asked it to send me an email. Because I thought, well, then I'll get a nice spreadsheet and I can just sort it my own damn self. Knows how I'm cursing. <laughs> so, this seemed like such a great solution, right? You guys, they sent me like a hundred emails. I am not kidding. It was like my... And I had that sent to my Yahoo inbox, which is meant to be my real spam email. But I mean, it was like they just come, come in, come in, come in, coming in. They're all blank, and it was just insane. And so finally, so I just deleted. I did a mass delete because no way was I crawling through all of those emails. So then I went back to the interface, and finally I figured it out that I had to set the correct reporting period. And then it turns out that there's only like um, two options that apply to me. So if anyone needs to know, like I was LSUS, you don't worry about the other ones. Um, and I do US dollar for currency because that's the currency I receive. And that might seem straightforward, but it's not. Because like when I go through the Amazon royalty reports, I have to figure out the currency conversions for because they give me the royalties in, like, Canadian dollar and Japan and Indonesian and in euros and all of that. And I have to go look up what conversion Amazon used and then figure out what the actual U.S. dollars were. And so so it is U.S. dollars coming from Spark. And then it turns out there's only a couple of other things. I did end up going to, I found the user guide and ended up figuring out some of that. <coughs> Excuse me. So that was my adventures. Anyway, that's a very long way of saying that, like figuring out the royalty statements is not a straightforward thing. But I compiled all of the data finally and sent money and information off to the Devil's Doorbell gals and the Seasons of Sorcery gals. And for the Seasons of Sorcery gals, I give them a breakdown of you know like all the retailers and how many copies we sold at each retailer and how much money from each and that kind of thing. And Jennifer Eastup said, she says, I have got to get you to teach me how you do this. Cause she said, I have to get better at tracking my own sales. And she said, you should monetize this shit. She said, you should teach people how to do this, which I think is a good idea, but, um, I don't know how I would teach people to do it. That would make it worthwhile. I'd be willing, but you know, and it really is kind of a, uh, and it changes. I mean, they change their statements all the time. So yeah, you have, we'll you have to keep abreast of it. So anyway, I spent a bunch of time on that. And then I switched over to sorting taxes. And the reason that that takes me so long is because I do have line item deductions. I have so many expenses, um, you know, paying for for formatting and for book covers and for editing and then I have all of my income. I have some income that are that's not on 1099s because Harlequin and Kobo being non-US corporations do not send 1099s. So I have to report that income. I have to ferret it out and report it. And All of the, so I have to go through everything, you know, like my various credit cards and PayPal and my checking account and, you know, figure out money that we spent on the house because we do the home office deductions and all of that. So I put it all in a big spreadsheet and then send it to my accountant and he figures out how much tax I owe. So that's why it takes me so long. (laughs) It's a very long way of explaining a very long task, I suppose. So anyway, I got a lot of that stuff done. I also talked to friends. That was fun. Chatted with some people I hadn't talked to in a while. My, my, one of my favorite parts was um, Grace Straven, who is a lovely person anyway. But Grace told me that she had spent a bunch of time, was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday, offline Writing, she's working hard on her deadline and reading the Orchid Throne. And because my editor had asked her to blurb it. And so Grace sent me the blurb, which was this meticulously crafted blurb and very lovely. And then she told me, um, She said, Jeffy, this story gutted me. You outdid yourself on this one. It's so beautiful and so brutal. And I thought, and I said, I kind of want that to be the blurb. I appreciate all the time you spent meticulously crafting this other one. But so beautiful and so brutal was, uh, yeah, like my new favorite thing ever. And she said, well, I'll send both. And I said, perfect. But that made me very happy because while uh, Grace and I became friends because we were fans of each other's writing, we'd read each other's books and very much enjoyed them, um, Grace doesn't always say things that effusive to me and I needed to hear it. And so it was, um, really a wonderful thing. Yeah. So beautiful and so brutal, which I think is really an excellent condensation of that story because I was trying to capture both, both things. It's about, um, the orchid throne is the queen, um, or that's her throne, and she lives on this island paradise that she's done everything in her power to preserve from an incredibly brutal world that's been taken over by an emperor who you know just destroys everything. And so she fights for basically for beauty and to preserve uh, the island and her people. So there is a lot of that contrast, and I was working with those images and ideas. So... And then Grace told me some other observations about the story, and it's always good to hear another writer give you insight uh, into a story It helped me with drafting Fiery Citadel, as a matter of fact. Um, this is really not important at all, but I'm noticing that the uh, the green on my Mardi Gras nails is kind of foggy it's like the purple's very clear but the green has gone kind of cloudy i wonder why that is and is it worth trying to get ruby to fix it (laughs) probably not but i am going out in public you know going to tucson so i wonder why it did that it must be the quality of the polish and i was just doing dishes before this maybe it'll clear up once it dries i didn't have gloves on So, that's um pretty much my whole shtick, I guess. I did all that stuff over the weekend. Also hung out and read some. That was nice. I tried to make waffles on Saturday morning, and I think I had the wrong flour. I might have cake flour in that bin from Christmas cooking. I don't know, but I couldn't get the waffles staying to together. They kept pulling apart, you know, sticking to the iron and then pulling apart. So I finally bailed and just made pancakes with the batter. And so then yesterday morning, David made waffles with almond flour just to prove to me how it's done. <laughs> so I was going to take pictures of my, beautiful bag, of my beautiful waffles, but then they were not beautiful. So clearly I've lost my touch there. I might have to go buy some real flour and do it again just to prove to myself that I can. I mean, kitties are down watching the birdbath, and that's the uh, photo today. Both cats there watching the birds come into the water. And things have pretty much settled down with Sephwa. Those of you who follow Sephwa saw our public statements and probably Jonathan Brazy's public apology. So now you'll know some of what we were having meetings and conversations about all week. So hopefully we can sort of move forward now and uh, have less, less drama, although there's a lot of people still saying stuff about it, conversing about it and so forth. I can uh, screen a little bit better now. I don't have to listen to all of them. <laughs> so, yeah. So, hoping to get a few good days on the Fiery Citadel here. And then uh, some editing. Uh, oh, and we're going to do um cover reveal for Lonan's Reign. I don't. I haven't been on email yet, so I don't know if uh, Corrine already sent the newsletter. But um, it'll be up soon, and then I'll do edits for that, and galley proofs for Orchid Throne, all of these things at once. So, well, I'm I'm ready for my week. Hope you all are, too. Uh, geared up for your Monday. I, although I understand a lot of you, like, don't listen to the podcast until the weekend, and then you glom the whole week at once, and so I don't know if it's worthwhile for me to talk about the days of the week, but All I can talk about is my own frame of reference. I don't know what yours is. I wouldn't presume. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, hope you all have a fantastic Monday, and that you get many things done this week, and that you enjoy doing them. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.